This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. How would you like a 15% discount to my daily email, the stack of stuff, the show notes, discounts to the conference, all of that? All you need to do is text the word SHOW to 33777. You'll get the annual subscription with a 15% discount to my daily email. You'll get the stack of stuff, the links to the show notes, discounts to the conference, and so much more. All you have to do is text the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to 33777. Text SHOW to 33777. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour One. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. Glad to have you with me today. The phone number 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. We've got a lot of news to discuss today, but I actually want to deviate a little bit from the news directly uh, out of the gate, because I, I, I'm, I'm kind of honestly, I'm stunned to be talking to this about this issue again, and yet it just keeps coming up. I was on CNN last night uh, talking about this, and it, it's, it's the uh, conspiratorial nonsense, if you will, this, this uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff. And I'm finding people who actually do believe it. And what's so funny is that the guys who started it are now laughing at everyone believing it. Um, mocking them. I, I just so let me read you actually a comment that was posted by someone on uh, Instagram to me last night. Uh, This is what some guy wrote, and he's apparently a radio guy somewhere. Kelsey pimps the vax, starts dressing in flower pattern jumpers, and now he's bagging multiple endorsements and all over my TV with Taylor Swift, an icon to teen girls who promotes abortion and Joe Biden. Kelsey played ball with the machine, and now a team that was struggling starts pulling wins out of the sky. As irritating as these influencers might be, we're just as tired of all these fantastical coincidences that you condemn us for noticing. I've also had it with so-called conservatives who can't see how shooting into the tin undermines the movement. Instead of condemning the vax propaganda or Swift's pro-abortion stance, you go off on a tangent about conservatives promoting a harmless conspiracy theory. Harmless conspiracy theory, really. That's what they said about Pizzagate until a guy went into the pizza restaurant and started shooting the place up. But just follow the logic here. That so, Just so you understand... Travis Kelsey is a record-setting NFL star who started the year good, starts dating uh, Taylor Swift, and suddenly people say she's a curse on the team, and then he rebounds and starts having good games at the end. And so forget at the beginning it was good, and then when Taylor Swift started dating, it was bad, and then it got good again. Uh, This guy says his team was struggling and then starts pulling wins out of the sky. Just so you understand... Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, 
has been in the uh, conference championship game every year of his NFL career. This is not a bad team. This is a team that's been to most of the Super Bowls in the past five. That You know, it's so funny is in 2020, we had the uh, Biden versus Trump uh, campaign, and we had the Kansas City Chiefs 49ers game. We're going to have it again. Uh, to say that this is some sort of anomaly is is insane, but also... He starts dressing in flower pattern jumpers. You know, he started like having this wild fashion since going back to his college days. And you, you, he bags multiple endorsements all over his TV. If you know anything about Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey is one of the, the least paid players in the NFL. Now, that's not to say he's not making millions. He is. But Travis Kelsey doesn't have a massive NFL package, not like his brother had or, or most of the other players on the Chiefs have. Why? Because he only wants to play on the Chiefs. And so he's decided not to be a financial burden to the Chiefs. And instead, he makes up his compensation doing a lot of ads. More ads than probably anyone in the NFL right now. But he does it as a way to boost his compensation so that he's not a drag on the Chiefs because he wants to play on the Chiefs. He doesn't want to go through negotiations. That's why he's doing it. It's not some grand conspiracy here. It, 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 that that someone would do this, but wait, hang on. I got to read you one more comment from, from a guy I, I, I kind of know on, on social media and was kind of surprised uh, that he would leave a comment like this. Uh, it, it's called a showmance, and they've done it for decades. The left is so desperate to either prop up Sleepy Joe or prepare the way for Michelle Obama. You think the whole idea is far-fetched? I get you don't like Trump, but if Kel Swift doesn't end with the Martha Vineyard's version of a happily ever after with the white picket fence and three kids, then you shouldn't be surprised when your listeners come back to comment. Okay, but that goes both ways here. If they do get married or they have a relationship that lasts past the Super Bowl on the 11th of February, um, will any of you people admit you were wrong? If she doesn't come out and endorse Joe Biden at the Super Bowl, and that's the theory. For for those of you not tuned into this whole conspiracy theory, here it is. The conspiracy theory is that uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are not in a real relationship. That this is a PSYOP campaign orchestrated by the Department of Defense and others. Yes, the Department of Defense gets blamed. Uh, and is designed to promote Joe Biden. Never mind her history of dating prominent people, never mind being the most popular woman on the planet. My favorite part is is that guy, Benny Johnson, yesterday declared that she was only suddenly famous, out of the blue became famous. <laughs> I mean, now let me just honestly explain to you what's happening here. Uh, and, and I'm just going to read for you what I put on social media last night. It, it became a, a actual viral moment on social media last night. The whole thing exploded and ways that I was not expecting. Let me explain what's going on with the hucksters, frauds, charlatans, grifters on the right. They don't actually believe the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey conspiracy theory. They hope you might believe it. They're nihilists. They just want to watch the world burn, and they don't care about the outcomes and the lies. They're just trying to profit off of it. So many of them were Pizzagate conspiracy theorists who believed that uh, there was a comet pizza or whatever in Washington, D.C. was actually a front for human trafficking for high-profile politicians uh, and that they were running human trafficking victims through this pizza place. A dude actually showed up with his rifle and tried to uh, shoot a door lock to get into a back room to rescue kids who were not there. 
They didn't care that people could get killed. They care about their clout. They care about how viral they are online. They care about their buzz. It's not a coincidence that many of these guys uh, are self-described social media influencers or social media experts. They want to show donors and political campaigns how they can make things go viral, how they can generate buzz. They don't care that you or I are mocking them. They they don't show that. They show how they treated. They show how they made a topic go viral. Uh, they don't care about the consequences. Many of them are tied to Turning Point USA, a big grift operation. If you donate money to Turning Point USA, you're buying houses and boats for the operators. You're not actually advancing the conservative cause. Uh, so they performatively hump Donald Trump's leg like a little chihuahua. They don't actually care about Donald Trump. They're only with him because it gets some clout, it gets some links, it gets some tweets, it gets some clicks, it gets them in the conversation, they get to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, they've concocted now a conspiracy about the most popular woman on the planet and the most popular sport in America, and they're fine-turning people against them, and they don't care that that's going to hurt Trump. And this is the thing. You need to understand, Donald Trump has nothing to do with this. But people who are so tied to Donald Trump that it's easy to blame him. When I pointed this out on CNN last night, talking about the Trump people, it's like, you got to understand, this is not Donald Trump. This is people who have grifted off Donald Trump, and they've become tied to him, and he's allowed them into his orbit. And so he's getting blamed with it. They're willing to turn Taylor Swift fans and NFL fans against Donald Trump. They don't care about Donald Trump. They care about the money. They care about the grift. They are very online. Their entire identities and personalities are online. They hadn't touched grass in eons. Uh, they've confused the online for reality. Now, this is where you and I come in. So, I, you know, I, I have been working uh, on diet and exercise. Uh, I guess I'm down like 20, 25 pounds. It sucks. Lots of protein. My gosh. Um, lots of CrossFit. But, you know, I, I need to get in shape before I hit 50. Um, I need to, I need to get in shape. And I, so I follow a number of guys who are, uh, actual doctors and scientists and, and nutritionists. And one of the common themes that keeps coming up is there actually is a growing body of actual scientific evidence that walking barefoot in the grass is good for you. I, I don't understand it. It sounds uh, psychosomatic to me, but uh, these guys who who are are very good doctors, nutritionists, scientists, physical therapists, certified. They understand the science. They read the reports. They're like, there's apparently something here, and and people do show like like benefit to walking barefoot in the grass. Something about ions. I don't get it. Regardless, there is a large body of evidence that you should probably like put your device down and go outside. It is very notable that the loudest voices in these conspiracy theories, whether it's Pizzagate or the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing, that it's mostly young men. And they have built their identities online. Their entire persona is online. They have no offline existence. If they deleted their social media accounts tomorrow, they would cease to exist in their mind. The Institute for Family Studies has a report out uh, came out late yesterday, Mainstream Consensus on the State of Men by Aaron Wren. The, the troubles plaguing American men and boys have become so obvious that acknowledging them and the problems they pose for society is now a bipartisan mainstream consensus. Even on the left, which has traditionally been more attuned to women's issues, men's troubles are capturing attention. We see this, for example, on the center left in works by Richard Reeves and his American Institute for Men and Boys. We see it on the far left groups 
such as the 2023 report State of American Men by the feminist organization Equimundo, a a non-governmental organization with roots in Brazil whose mission is to engage men and boys as allies in gender equality. Equimundo's founders include the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Archwell, the charity of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. What it shows is with men and boys, uh, there are gender gaps now in life expectancy, suicide, educational attainment. What's really interesting is this 40% of men report symptoms of depression. The younger cohort see more challenge than older ones. Aged 18 to 23, register as the least optimistic. Two-thirds report, no one really knows me well. It's not a coincidence that a group of young men who say no one really knows me well have retreated into a virtual world. They say their online life is more meaningful than their actual real-world life. They struggle romantically. They regularly engage in porn consumption as high as 60% for all levels. The report also confirms there's a class element at work. Those with higher educational attainment are more likely to exercise, engage in creative activities, participate in religious activities, and volunteer. Those with a master's degree or more scored highest in all these categories, whereas those with just a high school diploma scored the lowest. The research is alarmed that young men are turning against feminism. The number of men agreeing that feminism made America a better place fell 56 points of the 38 to 45-year-olds and 47 points between the 18 to 23-year-old group. Well, at least they got a clue about that. Younger men are more worried about being accused of abuse after a sexual encounter. There's something going on with men, and it's not a coincidence that the people who are pushing the conspiracy theories online are a group of hyper-online young men whose entire personas, personalities, and self-worth is defined by the clicks they can generate online. It's all tied together. It's all tied together. I don't remember who first said it, but I've kind of embraced it as a quote of my own. So I grew up Southern Baptist. Uh, we didn't really do a catechism in in, uh, in church when I was a kid. You know, the catechism is, is you memorize the answers, the questions and the answers. What is the chief end of men? To glorify God and enjoy him forever. Almost every catechism starts with that one, and it, and it goes through. Uh, and it, with the catechisms, you kind of learn the apologetics. You learn uh, the, the beliefs of your faith. And, and someone said, and now I, I'm just going to say it's me saying it. We are all catechized by those we surround ourselves with. If you surround yourselves with hyper-online people who push the latest conspiracy theory— you're going to push and believe the conspiracy theories. If you surround yourself with obnoxious, abusive people, you're going to become an obnoxious, abusive person. We are catechized by those we surround ourselves with. If you surround yourselves with hyper-political people, you're going to become hyper-political. All of us could use to turn off our computers, put down our phones, and go touch grass. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your body. Uh, But it's also good to reset your mind and provide some clarity uh, so that you're also catechized by nature, which God himself created for us to enjoy. When you surround yourself with a bunch of hyper-online people who define their worth by online viral clicks and trends, you're going to do the same thing. It is very careful for all of us very careful for all of us 
to pick and choose who we choose to surround ourselves with, what media we choose to consume, who we choose to listen to, because we are catechized by those things we surround ourselves with. And a lot of people are surrounding themselves with the voices of those who don't even care about you. They just want to make you believe something so that their own self-worth and clicks and being able to convince you of something insane proves their self-worth. They don't care about you. They don't. So maybe detach yourselves from them. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Related to this whole topic of of the hyper online isolated uh, men who've turned to grifters, have y'all heard about this horrible story in Pennsylvania? Justin Mon, he beheaded his dad live on YouTube. He lived in a fantasy world. He believed he was a successful musician, author, and a presidential candidate. 32 years old. He had his own music he issued on Spotify. He wrote fiction and nonfiction books, including biographies written by himself in the third person, praising his genius, covering conspiracy theories and dystopian scenarios with eerie comparison uh, characterizations to himself. He's in custody in Pennsylvania. He displayed his father's head in a YouTube video where he detailed his politically charged manifesto. He uh, proclaimed himself the Messiah and urged relatives of federal employees to murder them. A far cry from his Spotify musician bio that claimed he only wished to bring positive change to the world. He clearly was deeply mentally disturbed and cut off his father's head, completely detached from reality and very hyper online. It is a dangerous dangerous thing that's happening with the isolation of young men in the world today it really is you know so i was at an event uh that americans for prosperity was involved with and they were actually talking about these sorts of things that there really is this concern it's bipartisan and it goes to the makeup of public policy of young men unplugging and pulling out of society withdrawing in isolation uh, and there are a lot of good actual solutions out there uh, in engaging people in civic activity and uh, pulling people out of their comfort zones to try to get them back in society. Americans for Prosperity has been studying this stuff. And, you know, one of the things that actually works is school choice. A lot of young men, in fact, in, in public schooling begin to be isolated um, and don't surround themselves with like-minded peers. School choice is actually a good thing to pursue at a time like this. After all the isolation of COVID, AFP is fighting for it. They want you on their side. AmericansforProsperity.org slash Eric. AmericansforProsperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. You can be one of the activists around the country helping Americans for Prosperity grow the school choice movement. They've got boots on the ground in all 50 states. You can be one of AmericansforProsperity.org slash Eric. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. I want to return to a story I talked about yesterday. And my gosh, am I glad that my spidey sense was attuned to it? Because 
I told you the story that was breaking yesterday that uh, allegedly child services in Montana kidnapped a kid from the kid's home because the parents refused to support the transitioning of the child. And so the child uh, reportedly, allegedly called uh, child services who came to take the kid from the home because the parents don't believe in transgenderism. And I told you that my sense was there was probably more to the story, in large part because, I mean, the governor of Montana is Greg Gianforte, who is a conservative Republican. you got Steve Daines is, is one of the senators. You've got a, it's a Republican state, and yet it's kind of a, a hippie state. It's got John Tester, and and it's not the the rock rib like like hardcore conservative state some people think of. But I mean, Gianforte is, and the idea that Montana's child services would do this it just raised all sorts of red flags. And so I told you yesterday, you should know the stories out there, but there may be more to the story, and we should be real cautious. Well. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte is defending the state health department's actions in an active child protective case against a wave of online criticism from conservative groups, including some far-right anti-LGBTQ social media accounts and unusually public commentary from the state's highest elected official about confidential child welfare proceedings. In a series of Monday afternoon posts on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, Gianforte responded to direct call-outs from prominent anti-transgender commentators who alleged the state's child welfare division had kidnapped a Glasgow, Montana teenager last fall and sidestepped the state's new law against minors receiving gender-affirming care in Montana by allowing the youth to seek those services in another state. There is a current child protective case and related court proceedings involving a teenager who identifies as trans and was removed from parental custody last fall. The narrative fanned by online anti-trans groups is largely unsupported by court records and email communications examined by Montana Free Press over the course of several months. Um, I, I, I got to say, this is one of those things where oftentimes on the right more than the left, we're real quick to jump the gun and turn on our friends. Now, you know, I get accused of, like this guy on social media, shooting inside the tent. Uh, If you don't clean up your own side, the voters eventually will for you. If you don't haul the rats out, uh, you're going to be covered in rats. Uh, We're seeing this on the right right now. We're seeing this with the grifters, the the, uh, TPUSA grift and others, um, the, the social media guys on the right who... Uh, say outrageous things, not because they believe them, but because they hope other people will and they can cash in on uh, the clicks and the notoriety. Uh, we're seeing a lot of grift on the right. It's it's on the left as well. If you'll recall, go back to if you have the institutional memory. I do. Go back to 2004, the Howard Dean campaign. The progressives aligned with Howard Dean and they felt like the grifters on the Democratic side were bleeding good candidates dry, taking advantage of them, milking off of them, and there was an outright war between the left and the far left of the Democratic Party, and it ultimately wound up being Howard Dean placed as the chair of the DNC, laying new groundwork for Democrats, uh, purging a lot of what they considered institutional grift. 
and the Democratic side that had accrued over time. And it really did lay the groundwork for the rise of Barack Obama and continued success of the Democratic Party by pushing aside a lot of the grifters who had inhabited the Democratic sphere. And now you've got this on the right. There, there's a lot of uh, sclerotic, uh, just just inadaptability, a lot of young guys who came in speaking in word salad who make no sense but sound like they know what they're talking about in tech and stuff, and they're just making a killing. They're buying beach houses. They're buying mansions on golf courses. They're buying expensive speedboats. They're not actually generating wins. They're not advancing. They're not doing anything. And they blame other people, not themselves. They make a lot of money. And you've got to, you've got to purge the party of that. And I'm afraid it's going to take some devastating losses uh, in November for the GOP to get serious about purging the grift. Not just problems of the RNC, but the young men particularly who have become grifters on the right, taking advantage of elderly donors uh, and, and seeking clout as opposed to actual political wins. It's going to take a mass beatdown of the GOP, I think, for anyone to take it seriously. And I really don't want to lose in November, given the situation with the Supreme Court, Clarence Thomas age and, and the like. But one of the things that, that happens along the way uh, we see is that sometimes people turn very quickly on their own side when they don't have all the facts. Or, you know, if everyone, if it's the cause of the day, everyone grabs hold of it, like the, the door falling off the, the plane. Uh, DEI was blamed, not the bean counter accountants, who all the Boeing engineers are like, this isn't DEI, this is the, the bean counters. So, well, maybe it's the bean counters embracing DEI. I mean, if if all you got is a DEI hammer, you hit every nail claiming it's about DEI. Same here. Um, if, if there's a, a mass movement on the right that recognizes transgenderism as a mental health issue that has been mainlined and mainstreamed by the left and the media. And so you hear this case and immediately you pounce, oh, well, it must be Greg Gianfortes, the bad guy here. How is a conservative Republican governor of Montana the bad guy? Maybe we should give a guy with a good track record the benefit of the doubt. In a statement, the governor's spokeswoman, Caitlin Price, says, quote, broadly speaking, the state does not remove minors from homes to provide gender transition services or use taxpayer funds to pay for those services while a minor is in the custody of the state. Price also said the governor had asked the state health department to codify a formal policy and or develop a regulation to clarify and ensure the definition of abuse or neglect does not include a parent's right to refuse to provide gender transition services to his or her minor child. What's going on here? I, I, I have some guesses. Let me just read this key part here for you, though. According to an affidavit filed in state court by child protective workers last fall and later shared with the Montana Free Press by the Colstad parents, child state child protective workers and local police originally responded to two confidential callers in August who expressed concern that the teenager living at the Colstad residence was depressed and suicidal. Both reported the youth had begun publicly identifying as trans in 2021 and had not been supported by their parents. After arriving at the house to interview the minor and the parents, child protective workers determined that the reported concerns about the youth's mental health were justified and asked that the minor be transported to the local hospital. The Colstads agreed and proceeded to drive the child there. Once at the hospital, the medical team recommended the youth be admitted to a residential psychiatric facility anywhere in the region as soon as a bed became available 
based on a medical assessment of the minor's continued suicidality. Four days after admitting the teen on August 22nd, hospital staff told child protective workers a bed became available at a psychiatric facility in Wyoming, but reported that the parents were not allowing the minor to be transported out of concern that the neighboring state does not have laws prohibiting gender-affirming medical care for transgender youth. When child protective workers went to the home to discuss the situation, the parents reiterated their objections. Stepmother and birth father became very upset and voiced concerns to the state of Wyoming mutilating the teenager's body and giving the minor medication. After the interaction, child protective workers said they notified the parents the state was taking temporary legal custody of the minor and proceeded to fill out paperwork to transport the minor to Wyoming to receive mental health care, not transitioning care. Now, my guess, based on all of this, the governor and the officials are very limited in what they can say because it involves a minor, and so these things are not public. And my guess is that someone sympathetic to the parents' concerns rushed out to conservative media to attack the governor and others and left out some key details. The key details are the kid is suicidal. There was limited availability in Montana to house the child who is suicidal. And so they sent the kid to the closest psychiatric facility to get the kid help to overcome the kid's desire to commit suicide that happened to be in Wyoming. And someone rushed out to attack the state claiming that this was about transgenderism because that's going to get people's attention a whole lot faster than um, maybe there is some abuse situation we're not being told about that is leading the kid to want to contemplate both becoming transgender and suicide. There tends to be in trans situations, mental health issues. The bottom line here, though, and I actually didn't intend to spend this long on it, is that uh, Greg Gianforte is a conservative Republican, Christian, who does not support transgenderism. And for people on the right to immediately get this titillating story and pounce and turn on him and attack him for not doing anything when there are two sides to the story. And, and I, you know, again, I, I really believe more and more that my job is to try to flesh out these whole stories, which is why I touched on it yesterday because it was a huge story yesterday. It was percolating. It was getting picked up by the news. And I was like, I think there, there may be something more to it than this. There may be something more to it. So I, I, I did it in a very short segment in passing and moved on. And, yes, turns out there's a lot more and it should be a big red flag for us that a guy like Greg Gianforti, who is, you know, remember he was accused of beating up a liberal when he ran for Congress. Um, a liberal reporter claimed that Gianforti assaulted him or something, did not stop him from getting elected. He ran for governor. He's a popular governor. He's a good conservative governor. It should be a big red flag for all of us when he's saying, hey, there's more to the story, but I'm not at liberty to tell you. Maybe instead of blasting the guy, a guy like this, we should give the benefit of the doubt to. 
Maybe we should give the benefit of the doubt to him, compare and contrast that with the grifters spreading the Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift thing. Many of these same grifters spread the Pizzagate conspiracy uh, that nearly got somebody killed. Um, they, they continue to peddle nonsense conspiracy theories. They have a track record of being liars, hucksters, frauds, grifters, and charlatans. So maybe we don't have to give them any sort of credibility. But a guy like Gianforti has been a conservative warrior. He's been on our side for all the issues. He comes out and says there's more to the story, but I'm not at liberty to talk about it given the nature of the case. Maybe we should say, okay, maybe this actually isn't about a kid wanting to transition. Maybe it is about abuse or something else. When you're so quick to turn fire on your own side, and then you turn around and wonder, where have all the good, credible people gone? Well, they're all dead. You killed them because you didn't want to accept uh, that they were actually doing something right. Maybe, maybe there's more to the story, and conservatives should not just take that one angle that we always want to take and, and pounce and recognize there's more there. You know, a story we can pounce on uh, because there really isn't anything there than what's going on is there are a number of banks, particularly if you are a, a, a big, a prominent conservative, a gun owner, gun uh, you, you do training for guns, you do gun stores. This is where it is on the right, but it, it goes beyond guns. That's just the biggest one. Uh, pro-life action centers, um, prominent pro-life activists. That's become another one. Uh, there are a lot of big banks that are debanking you. The Saturday Night Live did a big skit on debanking, laughing at Trump for using the word, but it's actually a real thing. Uh, major banks getting taken over by the ESG crowd and the wokes are seeking to control your transactions. A uh, credit union I'm familiar with actually just changed the terms of its service that if you try to use your bank account at this credit union to buy a gun, they will not honor the transaction. They're trying to control your purchases. That's why Old Glory Bank exists. Ben Carson, Larry Elder, John Rich, and others, they set up this bank uh, to value your fa freedom, your faith, your family, to value American hard work and ingenuity. Now, I, I, I want to tell you, like, real-world example here with my son. My son has a lot of, like, cash. I mean, he gets gifts and stuff. His bank account was with Old Glory because they don't charge monthly fees for checking and savings accounts. So he doesn't get a lot of money, but when he does get money, he needs somewhere other than a piggy bank to put it. So he can go to the CVS right up the street from our house. And he can give them the cash, and they will transfer it into his Old Glory bank account. There are over 85,000 retail locations around the country where you can do this. And so his bank account, is, and they're not going to bleed him dry with, with uh, monthly fees because there are no fees. He can put cash in without having to actually go to a physical bank. Uh, and now they do home loans with the VA, conventional FHA loans. They've got great budgeting features. There are no monthly fees. And you can, you can get this bank and have a long-term relationship with them. It's oldglorybank.com. Uh, it takes less than eight minutes to set up accounts. I got custodial accounts for my kids. It took me less than eight minutes to get my account. It actually, this is my bank. Old Glory Bank is my bank. I got checking and savings with them. They've got great savings rates right now as well. Um, you should go check out. If you're looking for a bank for your kid in particular, one that's not going to bleed them dry with monthly fees and stuff and where they make it easy to deposit cash because most of you probably have kids who they get paid in cash for odd jobs and stuff. It's really easy to get that to Old Glory Bank without having to stick it in the mail or even use an ATM or anything like that. Uh, so it's oldglorybank.com. takes less than eight minutes to get an account online. Terms and conditions do apply. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. 
By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, friends. The phone number here is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program this hour, the show brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan in Noonan, Georgia. Don't let that deter you. First Liberty Building and Loan helps businesses around the country, and they can help yours as well. You're buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, expanding, see opportunities. Your lender's giving you the runaround. First Liberty might be able to help you. Reach out to them, firstlibertyga.com, firstlibertyga.com. Sonia Sotomayor says she's tired that uh, the workload for her as an almost 70-year-old on the court, the cases are getting bigger, they're more demanding, the number of amici are greater, and you know that our emergency calendar is so much more active, I'm tired, she says. There used to be a time when we had a good chunk of summer break, not anymore. The emergency calendar is busy almost on a weekly basis. The left is now beginning their effort to push her off the bench. They're worried about um, her at her age and poor health not being able to, to keep going. She's very upset with the conservatives on the bench. She says, um, if you look for the good in people, you can deal with the bad more easily. What choice do you have but to fight the good fight? You can't throw up your hands and walk away. That's not a choice. That's an abdication. That's giving up, she says. Oh. You know, it, it, this is another reason I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I think that conservatives have to be real serious about the stakes in 2024 because Clarence Thomas is 75 years old, longest serving justice, 75 years old. If we don't win in November, he's going to be pushing 80 before the next opportunity. Uh, and that's just, uh, I, I get concerned about the Supreme Court to have been able to get those six justices. And look, and, and they don't always give conservatives what they want, but they give us more often what we want. Uh, and and they're, they're far more nuanced in their opinions than I think a lot of people want. They just want um, party water carriers. And, and you're never, you're going to have a hard time finding conservative water carriers when they are committed to the strict construction of the Constitution because sometimes the right wants things that aren't constitutional too. It's not just the left. But I'd rather them than people on the left, and, and we got to be concerned still about the court. I just that, that has me worried with so much at stake with Clarence Thomas being 75 years old. Um, these elections matter. Um, it's not going to be the end of the world, but it, these things do matter. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.